Welcome everyone to the Upping Stash podcast. We have a very, very special recording today um, with me uh, in in the flesh. In the flesh. Uh, we're at Beardo's house. Beardo's here. How are you? Uh, Fan-fucking-tastic today. Sweet. Yeah, yesterday was a bit of a down day, but you know, it's much better now. It's the weekend. We're outside. Um, and we have a new friend and guest joining us um, from the great city Pennsylvania. We had Joe Biden visit today. Uh, we have our friend Chet Shanahan. How are you, Chet? I'm doing great. How are you guys? You know, it's the weekend. There's no work today. There's some meat smoking on the grill. We got some tri-tip and sausages on the grill, and we have some delicious beer thanks to you. But before we get to the beer, um, Chet knows the rules. He's uh, one of our biggest fans, and um, he's going to tell us his three Tombstone songs. So take it away, Chet. All right, so uh, first and foremost, probably the first one would have to be the White Stripes, uh, Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Probably one of the best. I, I tried to uh, learn how to play bass when I was younger. Uh, completely failed at it, but that was like the only song that I, I learned how to play. So that was stuck in my head forever. Um, and then... Um, I don't. I don't know if this is allowed. Uh, I'm gonna I'm try to see if I can uh, if it's accepted. But there's this band from Rochester. Mm-hmm. I would I would legitimately have any of their songs as a Tombstone song. Uh, they're they're uh, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. Giant Panda Gorilla what? Dub Squad. Dub Squad. Okay. Interesting. They are like a. It's it. They're a reggae band. Okay. Um, and it's it's just real interesting because I've never n- never seen a uh, a local reggae band. You know, that's normally something that you know, not from around, especially Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, all I will jam out to their music all day long, every day. And then uh, I guess I guess I have one more to go. Yep. Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, probably, uh, death by rock and roll. Um, I'm not, I'm not quite sure who sings it. Uh, I think it's pretty reckless is who sings it actually, but it's a female singer, but it's pretty, it's pretty hard, but it's, it's, it's newer and it's, it's fantastic. Nice. Fantastic. I love the variety there and none of us, no one ever has been anywhere close to all three of those so no um that's awesome like the diversity is fantastic thank you for that um so we're gonna jump into the beer and uh so the beer that we're doing today so uh i I should mention that we're gonna have chad on several times this is not his only appearance um we got hooked up pretty good by you thank you so much um so we're starting off with today with a brewery that is in uh more central Pennsylvania. I, I should know this. It's like near Harrisburg, I think. Uh, it's from a, a terrible, terrible moment for a brain fart. William, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Uh, this yeah. is Neutral Brewing. Um, some mutual friends of ours, the AWL podcast, also uh, loves this brewery. Um, I do know that there's nothing bad that they put out. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I haven't had anything bad. I mean, I mean, if you want to count pumpkin beers, I mean, I, I like pumpkin beers, but they all seem to all blend together. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know. But other than that, I mean, I haven't had a bad beer from them, and I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Especially a lot of Nutra, for sure. There's no hyperbole there. We're, we're friends on our personal Facebooks, and you, you do indulge, uh, not irresponsibly, but you are always having some fine craft beer. And um, this is one. So we're starting with, um, this is called the Creamsicle Hazy IPA. Uh, it's an Indian pale ale, duh, uh, brewed with lactose, vanilla, and orange. And um, you want to describe it in your words first, Chet? You want to? Uh, you know, it's, it, it, I, I guess the, the name of it is, 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 it's a little bit deceiving because I, I, don't, I don't really get the creamsicle right off the top. But but it's uh it's it's a very smooth IPA. It's not it's not terribly bitter and it's definitely drinkable mm-hmm. uh or crushable would, would be the correct word. Um but it's definitely it, it's I I've noticed a lot of IPAs that are that are brewed with lactose mm-hmm. are really really delicious and they uh they're easily easily drinkable. For sure. I'm surprised they went with calling it a hazy. I'm just calling it a milkshake. Because, I mean, at least around here, um, when lactose is used, they usually call it a milkshake IPA. Um, a little West Coast knowledge for you. Um, but you're right. You don't get the cream score right away. But we did look it up on Beer Advocate before we hopped on tonight. This comes in at 7.2. And I'll be honest, I never would have guessed because I don't get any normal t- alcohol in this beer at all nope yeah it's it's very smooth not it's it's not even terribly bitter to and, and i'm a i'm a big fan of the bitterness of of most ipas right i mean that's what we do we love the pine cone and the cat pee and <laughs> my wife hates about ipas yeah i mean that's why we do it but yeah i don't know i think you get the this the typical ipa profile i think you get that kind of you get a little bit of pine cone you get a little bit of oh yeah this is definitely an ipa taste it is really 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 smooth and i think it is because of the lactose i think it is because the vanilla pairs it down a little bit um it it really is a nice smooth drinking hazy i really like it actually all this does is make me pissed off because we live in california and Well, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get my beer and, and the owner of the, the place that I get it from, he was telling me that the, the actual brewery slash tap room mm-hmm. is one that you won't regret going to. He's told me like three or four times now, like you need to head down to that tap room and, and check it out because it's fantastic. I have to put that on my to-do list. Um, yeah, he yeah he said it, it's it's an experience you won't ever ever get back. <clears throat> I, I think that's what I like most about this new this new uh, era of tap rooms and stuff is it's not just it's not like you know in the eighties or nineties it's just you went out for a beer and it just was all cookie cutter and now nowadays these places are destinations and uh, better yet you can take your kids now. Well, and it's, and you know, and I'm, I'm, this little, just a little FYI about myself. Um, I was a strict, you know, Pilsner kind of guy. And 
then when I like I started listening to, you know, I always I always liked beer and you know, always like to try new things and this and that, but like I would always go to like the hockey games and stuff like that around here and I would get I would try an IPA if it was like Goose Island or something. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely fucking hated it. <laughs> and then I started, you know, I started shout out to the Idiotville podcast. Uh, I, I started listening to them and, you know, they had the beer segment and this and that. And I'm like, well, you know what? I think it's time to broaden my, my, my palate. And, mm-hmm. you know, ever since then, I've been like, I, I've, I've basically been an IPA fanboy for the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, six, seven months. Almost, you know, it's, it's crazy. And it's like, I, I didn't like the bitter when I first tried it. And now it's like, you know, that's what I look forward to when I drink an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I have a very similar path to IPAs. I'm, I'm a very new convert to IPAs as well. So, um, five, last five or six months. So absolutely same path, I think. Yeah. I, not that I've been in the game long. My daughter's uh, maybe longer than I realized. I think it's probably closer to five years now, but I've already gone through the whole, it has to be, I snobbed my way through it. So there was a time where I didn't want to touch anything that was less than six, 6%. Out. I already went to the whole double, triple mega phase. And now I'm into the, I like flavor now. So I, I like, I like, you know, hazies, New England hazies, especially I haven't adopted the West coast style that much, but. Um, this is right up my alley. The, the, the new uppy era of drinking beer loves this because there's flavor to it. And it's an escape from the traditional, I'm drinking a liquefied pine tree. So <laughs> yeah. don't get me wrong. I love my liquefied pine trees, but so this is not that. This is not that. And it's <laughs> far from it. Far For from sure. It. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Chet. Uh, and maybe you can actually answer this uh, with a real life experience. Ex- uh, experience, what would you eat with this? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. What was that? What would you eat with this? You know, I don't... I, I mean, right now, I mean, unfortunately, I can't get it anymore around here, so, I mean, it's been a while since I've tried it, but um, I don't... It's, it's, it's real smooth, so it's, you know, it's almost like something that I don't know, something dumb like, you know, like a bacon wrapped chicken breast or something, you know, just something real, real savory, you know, to, to kind of counteract that sweetness to the, to the creamsicle. I, I see that. Uh, Beardo, you got any ideas? Yeah, I like this one with a, to be honest with you, just a nice New York steak with some mashed potatoes and green beans, I think would be lovely. Um, this will upset Stash, but maybe Mexican food. You go, you are going to Mexican food every Mexican food goes with every beer. Mexican food. Yes. Uh, no, this this beer is versatile. I honestly, anything minus dessert and breakfast food. You can probably do dessert with this one too, actually. But um, I don't know what's with you guys and doing dessert with beer either. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, this... <laughs> This one doesn't drive you a certain path. So I, I, there's many foods you can have with this and enjoy it just the same. It's not like it's like, it's not like you need a certain flavor to cut through it. No. So food, I'll just go with food. 
Um, Food would be a good choice. Yeah. Like, we've got a couple sausages that are about ready to come off. Yeah. I'm ready to bite into I'm going to guarantee this beer will be gone by then, but this would probably go really well with seasoned tri-tip, I'm sure. Yeah, probably um, true. So we're going to start with chat. We're going to finish off this half of the show, and uh, we're going to do our rankings. Uh, you're familiar with our ranking style. It's uh, zero out of five quarter point increments. So, chat, where do you give this one zero out of five? Um... I probably have to give it a four, um, only for the fact. I mean, it's it's good, but I'm I'm a big fan of that that citrus bite, mm-hmm. like with with most IPAs. Like if if I can taste the 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 citrus or the tropical fruits, then then I'm a sucker. Right. Um, but it's it's a, it's a solid four for sure because it still has that that IPA feel, um, and it doesn't have. It's not too. It's not. Uh, I don't want to say milky, but it's it it it, it still tastes like beer mm-hmm. and not like you know dessert. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd probably give it a four, solid. Four's good. I have beer now. Um, I actually completely agree. Uh, it's definitely a four. I really like it. I'm bummed it's not out here in California. Easy for me to get. Um, so yeah, a four is a pretty damn good ranking for me. So yeah. it, it's a fantastic beer. Yeah, well, I'm not that Chet doesn't know this already, but yeah, Beardo is more of a snob with his score. So a four or higher out of Beardo means it's a damn good beer. And I'm just going to make it a consensus because it's awesome. And my fear moving forward is if I'm ever in a position to have it again, it probably won't taste as good the next time because I'm going to hold it to such a high standard in my head that I'm probably going to be let down the next time I have it. But I doubt it. Um, but solid four. I mean, total recommend. If you're listening to us from anywhere where you could get get new trail brewing, make sure you have the cream school IPA. Yeah. But as we do know, apparently it's probably not available right now, but keep an eye out. So um, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to cleanse our palates super quick, and then we're going to come back with another amazing beer. So stay tuned. Just put death by rock and roll John forgot what he was on But he broke the needle dead and gone But on my tombstone when I go Just put death by rock and roll Hey, uh, welcome back everyone. I hope you enjoyed the break. We're back with one more beer. And this one is called Shades. It's a hazy double IPA. And um, Chet, uh, I'll let you go ahead and describe this one uh, first in your own words, since uh, you provided it and you've had much more of it than we've had. Um, it's it's definitely more of a uh, a more alcohol forward beer. Uh, it's I think it, what, what did you guys tell me? It, it comes in at uh, nine point two. Somewhere nine nine percent, which for beer that's 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 pretty pretty high, um, but yeah. it, it still has a really good. Uh, I guess the the bitterness is there for sure. I love it's it's delicious, um, 
I'm not, I'm not drinking it right now because I, uh, circumstances aren't allowing me to, um, <laughs> but it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, it, it's an, it's a notable IPA through neutral for sure. Right. It, so it has the alcohol content of a double, even an Imperial, like, but it doesn't drink like one, which is what really th- blows my mind. Like my cognitive dissonance is like out of whack right now. Cause it drinks like it'd be like a six, six and a half, maybe a seven, but damn, it's nine and it's, it's delicious. Old, like, man. Yeah. I thought there was some, so, uh, Idiotville gave me the heads up. They said, be careful. This one will mess you up in a hurry. And I thought yeah. they were talking about, they don't drink like we do here on the West Coast. But no, this one absolutely will do exactly <laughs> For sure. Uh, Beardo, your thoughts? Uh, damn, this is good. Really, really good. Um, I think I've accepted the fact that double IPAs are kind of my beer now. Yep. And this is fucking rad. Um, really, really good. So that's my thoughts. Holy shit, I want more. I could drink this in the summertime. Usually I don't go that heavy in the summer because it gets to be about 105 here, but I could drink this one in the middle of July. And, it's, it's, it's a tricky beer for sure. You, you, you don't realize the alcohol content until after you're done with the beer. Until you're done fucked up and you're like... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I, I just want to... I want to give Brent and Liberty a shout out. Um, I, I do not sound like Bobcat Goldwith. You do not. No. <laughs> not even close, but I'm happy. He was, he, <laughs> he, was he, he said that, you know, he's like, he thought we, I was abstaining because of that, but <laughs> nope. I wish I sounded like Bobcat Goldblatt, though. <laughs> he <does>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the best. I do not have that going for me. I was secretly hoping he was more like Foghorn Leghorn, but you, you definitely have a voice for radio. Yeah. So. <laughs> And a face for radio. Well, we can see. My, ki- my, my kids would disagree. Well, the face for radio, they would agree too. <laughs> Our kids are like our voices. They probably hate it. Uh, drinking this thing. Now, the food. We got to eat food. Chat, what kind of food would, uh, would you like to eat? Do you think? Um, this one, uh, I, I would probably eat this with a nice. Uh, Medium rare steak for sure. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I, I I'll drink any beer with any food. To be honest, Thank I don't you. care. As long as, you know, as long as I can drink and, and eat at the same time, because sure. that's life. Yeah. I, I live by food, die by food. Right. Um, <laughs> I definitely can tell you, parents really well to pull a sausage. Yeah, we're we're eating a smoked pull of sausage right now, and it's perfect. It, the two flavors very much complement each other. This would also go with that smoked tri-tip. But I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, I want a nice uh, piece of medium-rare cow with this beer. Yeah. yeah this is yeah. Done with this because it's ready. You're going to go to bed fat, and it'll be a good day. Yeah. <laughs> um, just in case anyone wonders why it seems like we're hurrying to close out the show, uh, Chet's phone uh, is down to, like, 3% battery. So we want to make sure... He doesn't get cut out at the end of this. So we're rushing for this so you can make it sure uh, he doesn't miss out. So next time I'll be much more prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to finish off with our rankings. Uh, go ahead again as our guest of honor chat. Uh, what's your ranking out of five? Uh, with Shades, definitely 
um, probably 4.5, maybe 4.75. Uh, any, 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 anything by neutral that is a, you know, a, a decent IPA, well, everything they make is decent. Um, but definitely it's, it's, it's 4.5 or above. I'll stick with 4.5 just because it's, it's, it's good. And you don't realize how heavy the alcohol content is. And that's what I like. I like, I like a drink that, you know, you can drink, but at the same time, it's not kicking you in the ass with, you know, that, that after that, that alcohol aftertaste. Right. You know? So yeah, I'll go 4.5 for sure. Fair enough. I'm going to completely disagree with that. I am the resident beard, bearded beer asshole. And uh, fuck, I'm going to go five on this. I absolutely love it. And if it was sitting next to my other five denogonizer, I would have a hard time, absolute hard time deciding which one I want to drink. So this, this is another five. That is now two beers that are a five. So. And you have a correct opinion. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have yet to give a five. I've yet to script the rules on anything in between a quarter point. I'm going to give this uh, a tie to the best ranking I've ever given. I'm going to give this one a solid four, seven, five, because it absolutely deserves it. Um, one of the things I enjoy about beers is when they cross boundaries, you want to expect like, We've all had the cookie cutter beers where if you say, hey, this is an Imperial IPA, it's 10%, you can kind of tell what you're getting into before you sip it. This one breaks those boundaries because, like I said, it drinks like a single. If you just handed me the can, I didn't look it up, I would have assumed it was probably about 6 6.5%, but no, it's 9 But it's glorious. It has a perfect flavor profile, um, 475 for me for sure. So I think this is by far the highest rated beer we've ever done. So in the water in PA, I'm telling you, right. It's, it's <laughs> in the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've always figured that Pennsylvania has a great beer scene because Pennsylvania doesn't have much of else. Yeah. Uh, they have nothing else to offer except for. And I say that as a former, like I'm born and raised Sagertown. Like I know I live mm. the life. So um, want to end, make sure I uh, thank you Chet for your time. Uh, pleasure meeting you i can't wait till uh we get to meet together again for some more delicious beer that we have so for sure definitely let um, you want to i'm gonna let you close out with uh anything you want to say like if you, i mean this is your podcast debut so the floor is uh, yours you can go. <laughs> well you know i was th- i was thinking about it too and you know like you said you if you were to if you were to taste this you would think it was an imperial ipa um I actually had one a little bit ago from a different brewery and I'm a pretty lenient guy. Like I'll drink whatever, but most Imperials, they're not that great. Like I, I I don't know, at least, at least I guess to my palate. Um, We'll send you some therapist. That one's good. Hey, you know what? Hey, if we're gonna send some therapists, we gotta send some Dnog as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. All you right, you're fantastic fucking beers. As I say, you give me a, a good Pennsylvanian hazy, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, but um, you know, I, I like uh, Thin Man Brewery. I'm not sure. If, I know you had trial by Walmart or 
uh, Pennsylvania had trial by wombat. Yeah. I don't know if you had it, but Thin Man, <laughs> they are fantastic too. Um, so, I mean, I, I can't wait to try some West Coast beers because you don't get very many of those over on the East Coast. That's a little far. We'll have to get, when we do that, we'll have to get back on. We'll we'll return the favor. So. Absolutely. When we get you, sure. when we finally get you some of our stuff. <laughs> we'll get you some of our favorite. Try. <laughs> emphasis. Try. Yeah. Whenever it doesn't get intercepted in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, we'll have you back on. We'll, we'll return that. We'll make sure that the favor is definitely returned. But um, thank you again for hooking us up. Thank you for being sure. a friend. Thank you for being a friend. And uh, look forward to having you on again soon. And I don't normally say this, but go Broncos. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. Have a good they, night, they nowhere, but go Broncos. <laughs> All right. Well, until uh, next time, Chet Beardo and I, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night. Tell. Everyone knows about it.